Spirit Radio Podcasts. I love this time of the week because it's time for our Life and Five interview. We just get ordinary people in the studio and we chat to them because you know what? There's ordinary people all over this country uh, that are doing extraordinary things in life, but they have a really strong faith and we don't often hear about that. It is an often kind of water cooler chat in the office where people just talk about their life and their faith in a normal way. And that's what we're trying to do here in our Life in Five slot every Thursday just after 11 o'clock. And our Life in Five guest this week is Patrick Mitchell, who's involved with the Irish Bible Institute. Good morning to you, Patrick. How are you? Good morning, Wendy. Very well, thank well, you. Start off before your questions. Just tell us about yourself. Oh, hey. Um, well, I uh, teach in Irish Bible Institute. Um, that's what I do for a day job. I'm married to my wife, Enos, and have two daughters. And, uh, well, that's sort of the basics. Um, live in Maynooth and work in Dublin city centre. Great stuff. So then a lot of people would kind of go, OK, you're working for the Irish Bible Institute. Obviously, faith is a huge mm-hmm. part of your life. And your first question should be an easy one for you yeah. working in the Irish <laughs> Bible Institute or maybe a hard one uh-huh. because you're studying the Bible so well. Is your favourite Bible verse and why? Yeah, OK, it's a great question. I had to think about this one. I think I'd go for There's a verse by Paul in the New Testament in the book of Galatians and it's Galatians chapter five, verse one. And it says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And I just love, that's the first half of it. And I love that verse. I think so many people think maybe Christianity is not about freedom, that it's about rules or regulations, or it's about restricting our freedom and our identity and who we are. But it actually says the very purpose that Christ has come is to set us free. And I just love that idea. Have we lost sight in modern day culture of what authentic freedom is? I mean, we think Uh, that we might be free by... It seems the modern definition is basically doing what you want when you want, how you want yes. it. Is that freedom? Yeah. yeah. I th- well, he goes on to define freedom later on in that chapter, which is really interesting. He says, don't use your freedom to indulge yourself. Mm. But he says, serve others in love. And I think that's the essence of the paradox. Maybe the, the, the surprising nature of Christian freedom is we're most free when we're loving others and we're most free when we're serving others. And it's not putting ourselves first but serving others and that's the, to me is a paradox of following Jesus and what Jesus did and in that essence and certainly just from chatting to so many people over the years who, who are doing incredible things and really answering that mm. call of laying their lives down for others yeah. or uh, I mean are we, all, mm. we do it for our siblings for our yeah. parents maybe yeah. spouses yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. smallest of ways you know changing mm-hmm. that nappy putting out those <laughs> bins whatever yeah. it's in that service and self-sacrifice often where we really find that true happiness mm-hmm. so we n- mm-hmm. maybe need to talk about that more yeah, yeah. nowadays so a really great bible verse really really fantastic where do you see god patrick just in everyday life well uh, i think two or three things came to mind when i, I looked at that question one isn't actually maybe it's another paradox i think maybe when life gets hard when life is difficult um i have a very good friend uh, who i was visiting in st james's hospital over christmas he had a stem cell transplant it was sort of life and death stuff He's had cancer three or four times before. Uh, he's a wife and two boys. And we were just walking with him through all of that. And it's it's somehow in that suffering and in that sort of tough times, I think that God was very real. Uh, you could see that in his relationships with others, the love other people were pouring out for him, but also in his own faith that he had hope beyond death. So I think it's became very real in those situations. You see God at work. Um, I think I see God at work also in where maybe linked to the first question where you see people serving others sacrificially. 
Um, my wife will kill me for mentioning her, but um, she looks after her mother full time at home. She's got Alzheimer's. She's in a hospital bed and hoist and wheelchair and all that stuff. And she looks after her mother full time at home. But I see God at work in that. That self-sacrificial yeah. love. And, and often is it, isn't it, just hearing about stories like that, yeah. people like your wife and how they are often quietly and humbly mm-hmm. just um, serving other people that we we forget all the, of course there's so many there's so many terrible things happening in the mm-hmm. world but do we forget all the good things yeah. big and small that people are doing yes yes I think so I we think need we to do. talk about that a little yeah. bit more uh-huh. a favourite piece of music Patrick and why <laughs> well for those who knew me it would have to be Bob Dylan sort of maybe it's sh- I'm showing my age but um, I'm a big Dylan ah, fan Bob's still popular <laughs> still now good, as he it? ever was yeah um, and it's sort of an unusual choice it's from the album The Tempest and it's the song called The Tempest which is a, a big long 12 minute song about the sinking of the Titanic so it's a bit of a weird song to have as a favourite because it's all about tragedy and, this, and but it's also just a, such a, a sad song but it just tells the story with such compassion and, and I just love the song so if I'm on a road trip driving somewhere I that's always sort of song. Uh, yeah, I put that's your song that's the song that gets yeah. you in the yeah. road trip yeah. mood and you know I, I, I know so many people over the years have said a beautiful piece of music whether it's Bob Dylan or Bach yeah for for many of us, really, is one of the um, proofs of God's mm. existence that we can create mm. something with such inspiration and yes. beauty and yes, and yeah, uh, yeah. It speaks of the sort of tragedy of life, just the the beauty of life, but also the tragedy in the of heart life. of life. Yeah, yeah, I like that choice. Yeah. Okay, so um, what makes you happy? It's a big question. Yeah, uh, I think it would have to be. I was chilling out with my. I have two daughters. They're in their twenties. They still hang around with us now and again if we're lucky. So Your I just, parents. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love but hanging uh, out with my parents. Yeah, well, it's a privilege. Good. Yeah, well, we have great fun together. And so um, what makes me happy is hanging out with them and we are playing games like Yahtzee or Settlers of Catan board games and or going camping or doing stuff like that. I just love hanging out with the family, so that makes me happy. Yeah, you know what? You've hit the nail on the head. Something that uh, we can too often forget. Mm-hmm. This is the simple things. I was only talking after the bank holiday weekend about flopping into bed on Saturday evening and we'd been to the beach with the baby and had a barbecue at my mum and dad and to the playground, all these simple things. And mm-hmm. we looked at each other and said, that was the best day ever. Yeah, yeah. Better than any fancy dinner or I don't yeah. know, five-star hotel or anything yeah, like that. It was yeah, just great. Yeah. It's bringing it back to the things that matter, time mm-hmm. and loving one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, your last question, Patrick Mitchell, is what one luxury would you find it hard to live without? Uh, this is a tough one. Uh, There's I'd, so many. <laughs> there are, and yeah, we're very surrounded by luxuries which you take for granted. I guess I've played, this sounds very middle class and very bourgeoisie. I've sort of played golf since I was a boy and I still love playing it, although I'm not as good as I used to be and I get worse all the time. But I love playing and I love the challenge of it. I love competitive sport. I love being out with friends playing. I uh, just love the endless challenge of the game. I know for non-golfers it's incomprehensible and it seems the most boring game in the world but I just would miss that if but I couldn't get out. having a hobby and a passion yeah. is, is mm. a really great thing to have and I also think it's really important that we can have something that we can switch off. Yes, yes, it's a total switch off. You're just zoned in on Yeah, on you're the, zoned on in, you can focus yeah. and also yeah. spend time with friends. Yeah, uh, It's been great to have you in studio with us. If you just join up, my life and five guest has been Patrick Mitchell and he is involved with the IBI, the Irish Bible Institute. Tell us a little bit about the IBI, Patrick. Yeah, sure. Um, we um, have been going over, well, over 25 years now, and the whole vision of IBI is to train people to learn more about God, to be equipped for ministry. 
we do certificate evening courses, we do diplomas, degrees, we have master's degrees. We're partnered with a university in England, so it's college level, and uh, it's just been wonderful to be part of that. Wonderful to see what God does in the lives of students. And, what and, and proved to be popular, that people are kind of hungry to learn more about yeah, the Yeah, it's been oh, just so many stories of, of seeing transformation in students' lives as they've come and learned more about the Bible, but not only that, but their own identity, their own faith, and being equipped for ministry and serving others. Yeah, something that we, we just cannot say enough is just getting to, and I know it can be a, a daunting task, a scary task, especially maybe maybe you have a Bible in your house that's dusty, or if you're like me, mm-hmm. I remember stumbling across a little, the little, a small blue testament uh, that had an inscription on it written from I think 1998 when I was in primary school, and um. Ha- it has in the front of it, you know, where to go to if you're anxious, where to go mm-hmm. to if you're angry. Yes, yes. You know, you can start small, can't yes, you? What can. would be your advice just for someone listening who's thinking, oh. I haven't, I don't remember the last time um, I read the Bible, don't know where to start. I would think, I think the centre, the whole centre of the Bible story is Jesus. So I would start with the Gospels and maybe uh, read Mark's Gospel. It's short, it's action-packed and it's fantastic. I think just start in there because the whole... The whole Bible story is hinged on the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and it makes sense of the whole story. So start with Jesus, I'd say. So that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been great to have you with us as our Life in Five guest. Patrick Mitchell, thank you so much for joining us on Spirit Radio this Pleasure. morning. Pleasure Thanks. to talk to you. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.